Only one player has scored for both Chelsea and Arsenal in their Premier League derby matches. Name that player. Welcome to the Ball and All podcast. This is episode 46. You're here with myself, Flows. B and F, Ben, no filter. What's going on? Good weekend. That's where we were both away this weekend. Family stuff, innit? You, what, Father's Day stuff? <laughs> yeah, Father's Day stuff. I, I was away with work as well. And then, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then back for Father's Day on Sunday. So, it was a pretty interesting, pretty pretty chill weekend. Mm. Another um, episode of the MK, dealing with the DTs of having a newborn and that. Yep. Well, she'll be back next week. Alright, your question. Um, so yeah, a player who's played for both Chelsea and Arsenal and scored for both Chelsea and Arsenal in their derby. I want to ask a question, but I think it's so simple. It's not a good question. What's the question? Honestly, what is it? What position does he play? And oh. if it's a striker, then that's a narrow shit down, really. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Midfielder. Right. What was the time timeline? The timeline? Boy, when did they start in the Premier League? That was a while ago. Does it have the years when he scored? What's that? I think it would have been, for one of the teams at least, it would have been on more than one occasion. I think for the other team, for one of the teams, he only scored once. So I think... His years would have been. It's a man, by the way, just so you don't get confused <laughs> with the gender. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> AKA Cash. Uh, 2003 to 2017? Right. No way, hang on, there we go. Oh no, 2003 to, to, to 2019. Okay, okay. Can you tell me who you started off with? Okay, I'm gonna guess this. Go on. Oh, I'm probably wrong, but I'll say um, Fabregas. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah, it's very oh, good. Oh, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> when he said 2003, I'm like, yeah, I, was, I believe watching football from then. I was yeah, like, who would have yeah. gone to Chelsea and then think? Yeah, Funny enough, says actually. Fabregas. Yeah, sorry, finish. No, it. go on, go on. No, that's it. No, He's I was like, going to say, Funny enough, um, I read something today. Um, it was, I'm sure, a Barcelona player saying you go to Chelsea. Uh, Coutinho. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. is this leaving, you know, England to, to Barcelona? Go and then, come back. Come back and say Chelsea is the one for me. It's I really weird. have like I know they want to get rid. Of, I'm like, why Chelsea? Why is Chelsea? He wouldn't come to United maybe to be because honest, of thingy. But yeah. Fabregas went to Chelsea and is a London team. But then I think um, now nah, I think he just wants out of there as well. And like yeah, he knows Chelsea. Chelsea, 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 Chelsea looking for a guy like Hazard's gone. They're looking yeah, for that main guy in it. And I don't think anybody else is. In, and obviously he don't know who the manager at Chelsea is going to be. Yeah, and he's going there. Why would he yeah, go there? Yeah, but then if that guy's if that guy's making up his transfer list right now, whoever it is, or if that guy's like you know, if there's a couple guys thinking about taking the job, then they'll know. All right, that's one that I can get, one that I can grab, and also yeah, Chelsea won another superstar. You know, his agents probably told him to come out and say that shirt sales, whatever, whatever. Because mm. it's not like you know, like with Barcelona and Madrid, some some players like to like kind of try and leave a buffer of a few teams before they go, and like Liverpool and Chelsea aren't even rivals like that, so. I think he just, yeah, man's just trying to look for an exit route from Barcelona. But do you, okay, you saying rivals, do you think he would come to a team like United? No, no, because, not you think he would? I don't think he cares about that, right? Like, okay. No, because I'm wondering, I think the whole rivalry thing almost goes out when 
you've gone to another team. It's a bit like Real Madrid Barcelona. Yeah. Neymar goes to PSG now he can go to Real Madrid. Yeah, stuff. which like I say, you like for you the don't sake get the direct of... rivalry thing happening. I think who did it? Figo. Yeah, Figo did it. Uh, Ronaldo time... did it as well. Didn't it? I think so, but that's you don't it. get it happening as much as before. No, 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 you don't get it. Now happening you go, as much you as have before. a buffer club. You just sit there for a yeah. bit. It doesn't work. You move to that rivals club. But also as well, like you know, yeah, that's like the fans will turn on you like hard there I mean it is the same you still nobody moved from from Liverpool straight to United they wouldn't do that but and like I say I think he would go to United because I don't think he cares about the rivalry that much but you would need that buffer club in between Mm. like smart guys would do that like I mean you look at remember Van Persie went straight from Arsenal to United yeah but we're not direct rivals when I say rival I mean we were, real rivals like, like Arsenal Tottenham. we were for a time though when that time yeah, when that Arsenal was, were on that top that was like, more, more that was more Premier League, League position exactly. than, yeah 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 whereas yeah, Liverpool yeah. United oh, yeah that's Liverpool United and Barcelona Real Madrid is, is more than is more than just like oh fine for the title yeah. but, because I, I don't think you see many maybe we have actually Arsenal straight to Tottenham time so Campbell, wouldn't it? <laughs> See, that's that's yeah, also that back, back, in back in the day. I don't, I don't know, I, but I was there. I don't think back then there was loyalty. Now Wait, there's no loyalty. Was it Kane? Like again, that's a cap. I think yeah, as, long as, K- K- team, as long as you don't make first team, as long as you don't make first team, then you're cool to go. At the youth, at yeah. As long but as that's you- the thing. I think back then there was more loyalty than there is now. So why is it? Harder to do it now. Back then they were doing it. I don't know. Yeah, back then they was doing it, and it was. Maybe it depends how seriously you take it because. Right, well, it happened in Real Madrid, I guess, with Figo. But I'm looking at United. We were like, Heinze is not going to Liverpool when he wanted to move. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, it's weird, you know. It's true because, like, back in the day, no, like, it was for the fiercer job, then. So like, yeah. Why is it like, hard? players why? don't care as much. Why did Neymar just go to Real Madrid? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He could have done that. Even look at, like, Ashley Cole. Who gives like... a shit about the fans, actually? I'm just thinking from a business <laughs> standpoint. All right, we're selling them. Yeah, but you don't want to hurt your brand, though. Like, in maybe, terms of Real Madrid, Real Madrid the, and Barcelona, you But maybe at brand. the same time, Neymar probably would have been a problem for them if they had won the title. Like, he sold them directly to our rivals. He yeah, strengthened yeah, them. Yeah, so. yeah. And also, you're probably fearing for your life <laughs> them ones there. But, like, yeah, <laughs> look, Ashley Cole went straight from Chelsea to Arsenal. Like, yeah. that's a, it's, it's a weird one that now... But even with that one, you could give him a little black because it's not Tottenham. No, no, it's not Tottenham. It's still a London. There's still yeah. the London rivalries. Also today as well, I think it's more that teams are still unwi- I think teams are more unwilling to sell to the rivals because if you look at it now, Arsenal, Tottenham, mm-hmm. they're fighting for the same positions. Yeah. Other Liverpool, United, not really now, but <laughs> like before Liverpool, United were fighting for the same positions. City, United were fighting for the same position at one point. Barcelona, Real Madrid, still. So I think it's probably more the club than the player. If the player could move directly from one club to another, I think they'd do it. Premier League fixtures came along. We saw what the opening weekend fixtures are going to be. Well, we've got the fixtures for the whole season. Anything that jumped out at you from that opening weekend? Liverpool got it easy. Norwich. And then they're whipping boys from when Suarez was there. Isn't that the team Suarez scored like... He scored like 15 goals. goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He scored like nine goals in one season against them or something like that, wasn't it? As it looks like opening day, obviously the big game looks more so Man United than Chelsea. Of course, of course. But, I mean, Liverpool have an easy game. Man City, who do they play? West Ham. West Ham away. away. It's not too bad. Probably Arsenal. not a trip up though. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not too bad. Like, looking at it... Arsenal have Newcastle, which sometimes they're bogey team though. <laughs> over the years, over the years. Over the years. Uh, With the possible A-Rab money coming in. Oh, Whether it's happening or not, I don't know now. But I don't know. It's gone quiet on that front yeah. as well. Like, that's gone bare quiet. There's a lot of paperwork to do yeah. with. Spurs got it. Mm, Spurs got it easy? Aston Villa? Yeah, they should do. 
I think they should do, but you know, it depends on which Spurs turn up. Other outside of the, the the big teams, Leicester Wolves is going to be a good game. Like they're both going to want to start off nicely. You know, Rogers is bedded in there now. Wolves got something to prove that last year wasn't a fluke of a season. But what do we, what do Leicester have? Uh, Leicester minus Telemans. Are they minus Telemans? We don't know how that. Oh, how would that they saga play him. No one's bought him. He's yeah, not bought, no one's bought him. No exactly. one's bought him yet, though. But no he was the, he was the main catalyst to their little change up. Yeah, so Although, I think right now Leicester is just wondering if he's worth forty million because that's the. I don't that's think the, that's the that's case. The I just don't think that he's going to Leicester. I mean, they did say they wanted him. I'm sure they mentioned it at the end. Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, I'm Rogers sure said it was well. Vardy or someone that tweeted it saying something about he should be here next season. They yeah. mentioned that to Tillemans and added him, but that was like at the end of the season. But really, like Leicester, if Leicester's going to pay the forty million, surely any other big, big clubs around here are going to pay for him. So. They know he's not going to Leicester. Yeah, but then that's it. Yeah, true say. Because like, it looks like no other big clubs are coming in for him. So he should be like, yeah. If we go further than this opening fixture list, yeah. I would say, again, it's Man City's to lose because of how, you know, you've seen the different spots of difficulty the teams will have, especially Liverpool and Man City. And I haven't seen any changes in anything in terms of Arsenal, Chelsea, United... Maybe even Tottenham in terms of what, trying terms to catch of, up. Uh, try, no, no, no one's catching exactly. up. Exactly. So as it stands, if there's nothing that's well, Chelsea's lost more or losing Hazard. So as it stands of the teams and where they're going to um, end up, it's still Liverpool, Man City, and as it is, Man City have that easy run in the end. Yeah, like, yeah, they're, they're, Norwich and you know it's just randomly easy teams. Or Southampton, Newcastle, Brighton, Bournemouth, Watford, Norwich. Like Norwich on the final day at home as well. That's a bit of a madness. Um, it's Liverpool have what they've got Arsenal and Chelsea in the last in their final two games yeah it's, it's, it's not looking good for Liverpool but no it's not like if it well again if it comes down to you know if it's still close at that time because you know we never know we don't know who's going to turn we, we don't know who's going to turn up next season we don't know who's not going to but if it goes the same way it went this season then City have obviously got the easier run in coming to the closing games and Chelsea will like Liverpool will face a difficult difficult thing it all depends I mean Liverpool have just won the Champions League so they might focus everything on the league whereas Man City have won everything but the Champions League so now they, so they might focus more yeah. on that so it's difficult I mean obviously they will but I, I would say that they probably focused on that they, they probably focused on that this year as well and actually to be fair like the problem is and maybe he'll change like Pep doesn't doesn't lose focus on anything. Mm. Pep goes for every like you look at his like apart from maybe the, the the Carabao Cup and maybe the FA Cup a couple games like my man will play as full a strength squad as he can. Mm. Even look at that second leg against Burton Albion. They won the first leg like nine nil or no they won the first leg six nil something like that. Mm. That second leg he only played like two or three fringe players when that game was in the bag. So that's probably that's his own detriment. If he's learned his lesson this year and he decides, look, I'll ease up on I'll ease up on FA Cup, I'll ease up on Carabao Cup, maybe I'll ease up a couple of games in the Premier League, depending on what the, the Champions League fixtures are, oh. then they'll see where they can go. Cause his name was he hasn't he's not like he's not been good in the since the last what was it, two thousand fourteen? No, when was the last time when did he win with Barcelona? When the last time he won with Barcelona, he's oh. not had a good record in the championship in the Champions League for uh, for the knockout stages. But we'll see what happens with, with them. But obviously, Chelsea, uh, Liverpool are going straight for Premier League. Like, 
whether they want to retain the Champions League, whether they're going to... I think they'll probably give it a good go, but if they have to choose between the two, they're going for that Prem. Hmm. And what about... If you had to pick, looking at the, the fixture list, obviously it looks like from the new boys, Norwich has the harder running. They've got Chelsea and I think it's Arsenal straight away. In Norwich, uh, yeah. No, what, Chelsea Norwich. and Man City. They've got Newcastle at home, Chelsea at home, West Ham away and Man City at home. So that's the four games that they have to start with. If you were to pick any of those three to go down, who do you think it would be? Villa, Norwich, Chef. Ah, oh, no. Part of me wants to say Norwich because that's what they usually do. <laughs> Come up and go down. Come up and go down. But Sheffield, like, you know, United have not, they've not been around for a while. They've not been around for a while. And the way they ended, like, the way they ended the season wasn't the strongest in the championship. Like, they started off flying and then they flagged. Like, and if that happens again this season... I want to say Sheffield because, I don't know, I just think Nor- um, Norwich, they won the league and the way they were getting goals... For yeah, Sheff- but I think they won the league because Sheffield... It wasn't because they did so well, it's because Sheffield started Sheffield. doing poorly. Yeah, so... So you think Sheffield is a better team than they are? I think Sheffield were a better team than, better like, on their day, they're a better organised team. But again, it could become like a, like a Cardiff-Brighton thing from last season, mm. whereas Brighton only made it because Cardiff flopped. So maybe Norwich will only make it because Sheffield United will flop. Yeah. I don't know. And the whole thing, like, with Norwich's hard start, sometimes that's better for a team. You get those games out of the way and then you can start picking up some points. Yeah. Like, so later on in the season, the hard teams are out of the way and the fixtures fall in your favour. But also, the thing about Norwich is, yeah, we know that their last last game of the season is against Man City. So if it goes down to the last day, then, (laughs) boy, it's not good for them. It's not good for them. If we take it back up, obviously we say Liverpool and City are not yeah. are, are not going to be contested. Yeah. Now there's obviously Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, United. Who would you think would... Do you think anyone's going to drop out the top four in terms of Tottenham or Chelsea? Uh, Tottenham, no. Chelsea, maybe. Maybe. Only maybe. a maybe. You don't think they it depends would on, definitely it, drop off and Arsenal or United could take... That's the thing. The if sport. Chelsea lose that fourth spot because they played worse, not because of us, the way it currently looks, obviously we don't know who's in, who's out. We don't know how the managers are going to fare. Um, you know, Ole with his first full season, Unai with hopefully a, a team that's more suited with more players that he wants, or you know, according to the rumors, maybe not. Mm. But I think actually no, losing Hazard, yeah, Chelsea definitely dropping out. That's what I'm thinking. They've, they've lost more than they've got, so. He was a main focal point for some of their wins. So I'm just thinking they look like they'll be dropping more points. Uh, yeah, they probably will. They probably will. But then what you need to ask of is out of Arsenal and United, who's more likely to, to, to overtake them? Well, you mentioned something before about United's fixtures. That was worrying for you. Ah, it was just, it was a weird one. And now I looked at it and obviously I think Liverpool have it the same way too. And I just think... It will probably be like, you know, sods law, anything that can and will happen. That when these fixtures take place, it will be when it will be when United need the points and they won't get them. Mm-hmm. So they play, I think, was it? It's in December. They play Man City and then they play Tottenham. And then again in is it April. They play the same team. They play the same two teams back to back again. Mm. and I just feel like the times when they play those teams it will probably be when they need the points and they'll end up not getting those points 
But um, but again, I said the same thing happens to the same thing Possibly happens to even uh, between Europa games. They're still that far. If they get yeah, if they still time. if they get into that if that thingy and yeah, and Tottenham between Champions League games or if they're still there, Man City still in the Champions League if they're still there, which might work in their favour. But will okay. they go for it? No, you think you think uh, so? What is it? Arsenal and United now both in Europa League. You reckon they're gonna? You reckon they're going all out for it, or they're going all out for that Champions League spot? Well, that's the thing. When it comes to United, the ethos is you're in a competition, you win it, mm-hmm. you go for it. So why wouldn't they go for it? Because that would definitely um, solidify Champions League spot, which is the aim: get into the Champions League again. Is it easier to get a Champions League spot through the Premier League or through Europa League? I think they should go for both. It's Man United. No, no, no. I think you should go for both. But what's easier? If they have to split, if they, if they like, we can't do this if we split focus. As of now, I would for? say it's probably easier through Europa because mm. the United squad is not playing. Well, that's then. I don't know what's going to change now. We've not made any significant signing. So as it stands, we don't play well enough to be banging out you know, some of these average teams. So, mm, definitely, mm, mm. I don't expect us to be doing better than Arsenal. And in, that's, yeah. And, and Arsenal full play, place cup dude. So, <laughs> I expect them to improve their game. Chelsea's going to reduce their game. So, Arsenal, then maybe United, depending on what happens or what changes happen. Well, Arsenal fifth, weeks. Chelsea sixth. Arsenal fourth. Yeah, Arsenal fourth. Then who fifth? Chelsea. United, then Chelsea. I United, think Chelsea below. Right. Speaking of Europa League... You think Wolves can do some damage? You think? No. Do you think they can? They got the squad to carry both. I both think they'll games? try, but no. Depending on, it's also depending on the sign because when they put players, they didn't fully want to play. They didn't really make a difference, like um, uh, like Traore. Yeah. 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 So if they're not playing that first team eleven and they haven't added players, I'm gonna add on to that. I don't see any difference in that. Oh, yeah, okay. it should be interesting this season, like I always say. Obviously, news now confirmed that um, Sarri has gone to Juventus. Worst kept secret in football. But the, the question now is, obviously, regardless of who comes in, whether it's, what they call him, Frantic Frank or Fantastic Frank, whatever. Fat Frank. Fat Frank <laughs> call him that. They've been, what happens to his signings, Sarri's signings, like Jorginho? So, yeah, so I guess the two main ones were Jorginho and Iguain. Did he even make any more of them? He didn't bring Rudiger in, did he? No, he didn't bring Rudiger no, in. Didn't. No, no, no. Conte had Rudiger in. The, the weird thing... So the thing about Jorginho is, 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 is pertinent because obviously that was his guy from Napoli. That was the guy that he wanted. That was the guy that he went for. They paid however much for him. And then... What? He had a mediocre season. Like, he, he, was, he wasn't that influential on the game. There was also the thing about, you know, everybody saying that Jorginho should get left... Into a, put into another position to allow Kante to play his game. I don't see it going well for him. <laughs> I don't see it going well for him, no matter who comes in. I agree, but it's just when I look at stats, stats don't... Well, they kind of do give him a good, decent outlook, but at the same time, they for, people forget Sarri's type of football wasn't what people wanted to see. It's like, yeah. if you put this dude, Jorginho, in Kante's position, you expect more tackles, more this, more that. But yeah, yeah. His yeah. football wasn't that... It's just to spread the ball about. And I think he kind of did it. But he the team was but... not the way his Napoli side was. So it was not going to be as fluid. So in generally now, it just looks like he had a terrible season. Or he didn't have a great season. I mean, 
No it's, goals. How many assists? Like one, something like no, that. No, two goals. No assists. No assists, no yeah. bro. That's the thing. And like I'm saying, like, and I know stats don't always tell the story, but those stats tell a story. If he's the guy responsible for spreading the play, then you know what you do. You should be, you know, and look, look who, look who he replaced. Like the technically, like he replaced Fabregas, mm. and Fabregas had seasons at Chelsea. Fabregas was continued being an assist king, so. You could say they've downgraded. They've downgraded from Fabregas with, with Jorginho. And I don't know. I mean, he's obviously a talented player. And maybe the next manager could get something out of him playing a different f- position. We don't know what formation they're going to play yet. But for me, I don't know if he's going to be that high up in, in, in their plans. Like, say, you've got Kante there, best defensive midfielder in the world. You have him holding. You have everybody else throwing forward. Do you need a Jorginho, a deep-lying playmaker? Okay, this would be it's, it's a random question. It's got nothing to do with how, what we talk about, but yeah, or well, it does, but not in that sense. But what do you think, Jorginho will do well a bit further up instead of being deep line? And that's what I think. I think again, maybe he could in another like again, like Sarri like to play that flat free. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna play Kante and then two midfielders in front, then maybe that's what Jorginho. Like you say, he's the guy that's supposed to spread the ball. Don't let him take those, like, you know, get rid of the defensive duties for him. Then maybe he gets a little bit further forward. He plays some nice balls into the box. He makes some runs in and scores some goals. Um, That might be the way that it needs to go. But, and again, the next guy that comes in might just be like, look, Kante's going to take his position back and I'll give you a, I'll give you at least a try further forward. I don't know. I don't know. He's looking, he must have been looking for a lot of signs because, I mean, Georgina's 27. Yeah. He's only ever scored what four goals in his career? Well, four goals in the last well, for Napoli and Chelsea, let's see. Wait, but then what was his like? Because that's what I'm thinking. What was his assist rate like at Chelsea? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Napoli, like his last season at Napoli, he made four assists. But like, that's looking at what? Are you looking at um, flash goals or something? Uh, that's transfer market. Okay, well maybe those are just in the league, but. No, no, no. That's across. Know. That's across all competitions. Think, that's it's just one of them. It's like okay, I won't say Carrick for United, but where you get a player where you think he's there to maybe make assists, but what kind of assists? He, he, well, no, Carrick was the same. Carrick assisted the assists. I just yeah, think he's yeah. just there to distribute the ball. And when I don't know if you checked the stat, but I'm sure I read that he's done the most completed passes or something. I remember he did it in one game because everyone said they were sideways. No, I wouldn't be I surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Or something like that, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But the thing for me is, like, it didn't it didn't really work. And like I said, I didn't really watch him for Napoli. I saw him, like, maybe Europa League a couple times. And I'm not saying he looked bad in Europa League. He didn't. But this guy, like, bro, Chelsea got banged by Bournemouth, like, 5-0. And this guy was supposed to be your defensive midfielder. So, you know... And maybe he does play a bit further forward and he sprays the ball, but he can't stay it can't stay in the same system. He can't play that same position that he played for them last season because he's not really having an impact. No, fair enough. I think even more so Georgina than Iguain. Yeah. I think Georgina will be the one to leave more so than Iguain. Because Iguain they needed a striker. You think you think Iguain will be there you think it's more likely Iguain is there at the come the end of the summer? Mm, yeah. Because they'll need him more so than they need Jorginho. But who's like? Surely this is the time now when they can try and find, especially with that. I think they might, family. and probably try and get rid of Iguain as well. Yeah, I, I just think, think if he hasn't enjoyed himself, he might want to go. And he's a big. His name is big enough. 
Some of the Bayern. Some of the Bayern. And the thing is, the only time I saw Iguain do anything remotely good for Chelsea was when he was linking up with Hazard, for me. Oh. He was at his best when he was linking with Hazard. And obviously Hazard's not there now. Yeah. Can he have that with Pulisic? Maybe, but... Like, they know they're not getting people 20 goals a season. Pulisic, but... Do people keep forgetting about him or... <laughs> like, no, I think... Because he's still young though, isn't he? Was he 20, 21? Yeah, but like, Pulisic, he's still very young. For my... Go back to my football manager days, he was always... A well talented player. And the fact that he was American as well. Yeah. With that, that kind of terms, like, you know, exactly. Yeah. So, no, I saw one of the best of seasons for Dorman this last season. No, because but, Sancho took his position. Yeah. But he's he's still Pulisic. But the only thing is, obviously, he's Hazard leaving. He's not going to. He's not going to fill that position. Gonna, no. yeah. The thing for me was, like, yeah, Pulisic is even, like, Pulisic dipped a little bit for Dortmund, but, like, in any other team, he probably would still have kept his place. It's just the fact that Sancho came in and started so strongly and continued to start strongly that he, he kept Pulisic out of that team. He's a good player. But then that's the thing as well because Hazard was on the left. So Pulisic is more suited to the right. Like, is he going to play left? That's the thing. As it stands, not much has been done. Not much can be done. I don't know if Chelsea are just sitting back, but it looks like United are sitting back. Arsenal sort of sitting back. No one's really making any signs. But why United's Chelsea sitting back? They've got How the money. How old is, the Daniel, is it Daniel James? Daniel James, 22? He's like, no, he's not. He's like 18 or 19. Like, is he? Is he yeah. He's a young kid, I think. And Arsenal, I think I saw a sign in there. So it was like an 18-year-old possibly signing for them. But then obviously that's a contrast to a team like Real Madrid, who... Who is he? 21. 21. Who, who's Arsenal? Who's the 18 year old Arsenal? I didn't hear I, that one. I saw that. The, everyone, <laughs> I, I scrolled down and everyone in that comment section was like, who is this? Like, <laughs> some random kid from, I think, Real Betis or some random team. All right, all right. But, and he hasn't signed yet. It's like they've made an agreement or something. But I was like, he's not going to change the team. All right, so. But in any case, in contrast, obviously, you've got Real Madrid, who is similar. Yeah. We know these are the places we need to strengthen. This is what we want to do. Bang. They've put in all these signings. Yeah. Why are you know? And they're not paying United for the United especially said this from we know this is where we need to change, but yeah, we're halfway through June and, and nothing, nothing. And this is the thing because I you know like I say mentioned it a few a few pods ago. United and Real Madrid had very similar seasons in terms of goals scored, goals conceded, points they finished on. Um, you know, obviously Real Madrid finished higher in their league because there were less teams to, to challenge, but they both went out Champions League same way. And yeah, Real Madrid have shown and like I say, to be fair, they've not overpaid for any of the players that they've bought. Like even with Hazard at his at his price, like that's the that's the current market. So what is it? And is it because they've they've been, you know, the rumours for I mean, obviously rumours for Hazard and Real Madrid have been around for years, but they started to gather strength what? around Christmas time the Jovic thing Jovic has been talked about for months before he came in Mendy was talked about for a little while before he came in the Rodrigo one was kind of out of nowhere the well, Militao didn't, didn't they sign Militao in January or they signed they signed Militao Edda Militao they signed him like ages ago they put their ducks in a row early on I think maybe the difference is maybe even though United have some pool Real Madrid is Real Madrid so they come yeah, in, Madrid still you know, they're coming in, they've put, put the money down, you've agreed, it's done. With the United, there's a lot of lack of organisation. I mean, this one Pesaka thing, they put in a bin, it's been rejected, they say they want 50 million. Now you put in 50 million, but it's in bits. But then that's like, bro. So it's like, just give us a 50, 
that kind of stuff. I just think this whole thing, especially the United Ed Woodward problem, Arsenal, I don't know if they just don't want to spend the money. Apparently they've only got like 40 million to spend. That's what I mean. They're trying to look for some little, you know, stop gaps here. But then what's Chelsea's problem? Chelsea got the infrastructure. Are they allowed to I mean, sign they, they now? The That's the question. If they, they've not, they can't overturn it now, then that makes sense. And I need to double check because I'm sure when you take it to the Court of Arbitration for Sport, it gets postponed until they come up with a, a signing. The funny thing about that one Basaka thing that I saw earlier about how they want to give him 35 and 15, I was like, the add-ons were probably like qualifying for Champions League they're like, nah, you lot ain't qualified for Champions League. We want that 15 mil. You lot ain't getting, no one's getting no golden boot. You're not keeping no That's 20 problem, clean sheets. Let's, let's go to even, let's stick to United now. Yeah. This Harry Maguire thing, 80 million. Where did they get these price tags from? I think but it's from, just the case of, we know football, you're desperate, so we're going to ask the most. But I think it's always been like that. In football, a player is, two factors decide what a player is worth. How much you're willing to pay for him and how much the other team are willing to let him go for. To be honest, like your your talent is almost immaterial. Obviously, talent allows you to, to come up with a base number. Mm. But if you look at the likes of, all right, look at Juan Bissaka. And all right, maybe uh, United are just testing the water, but what was the first bid? 25 million? That could get you a decent right back across, across the water. Obviously, you know, with the whole thingy, with the, um, with the player, you know, being English, a Premier League experience... Um, but you look at Hazard. You look at what was Hazard in the end? Was it eighty-eight plus add-ons? He cost yeah. He cost like how much was how much was Gareth Bale? A Gareth Bale at the time and like Hazard. I think Gareth Bale's about ninety. Yeah, or exactly. Eighty, close to before Pogba's. Um, Ronaldo's was seventy. Yeah. Because uh, Gareth Bale topped it. No, down. Ronaldo was eighty. Ronaldo went to United. Went to Real Madrid for eighty at the time. Euros, no. Was it a euro? Maybe it was euro. Then Bill went from another maybe ten or fifteen more. Then yeah, Pogba's was huge. Yeah, Pogba's was what ninety five. And 90, then before yeah. Pogba's, then came the obviously continuous and then the Mbappe's. Yeah, but yeah, that's what it was. And all right, so look at it now, right? Eden Hazard has achieved more with Chelsea this season than Pogba achieved with United. But Pogba, if Pogba goes, he'll go for more money. Because it's what the team are willing to pay and it's what the other team are willing to let them go for. So when you say Harry Maguire for 80 million, and because think about it, apparently City is still in for him as well. So that could be City but or I think United. that's stands, it depends on the team and what you need. As a, but exactly. As I look at it, Pombo will go for more because of the World Cup. The World Cup was huge. That whole team talk shows a lot. And he has a lot of sponsorship power. His social media is popping fully. So that's a lot of money you're getting anyway. It's like, um, yeah. sort of like an Ibrahimovic. You get him straight away, your shirt starts going up. You, you, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronaldo yeah. joined Juve, although Ronaldo is much bigger. Pogba has that, so that's it. Hazard doesn't got that. If you down up Belgium, innit? You get Lukaku, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like You can see the yeah. contrast between these teams and how they're doing their business. But like I say, yeah, at the end of the day, a player is worth what? the team is willing to pay for him. And like you say, it's it's what they need. Because now, you could say United could be quoted 80 million for... I don't know. They could be quoted 80 million for some striker and they'd be like, nah, it's too much. Because they don't need a striker as much as they need a defender. It could be a striker who's a better class or in a better class of player than Harry Maguire, but they won't pay that for them. And like I say, with City and United both going in for it, it comes up with a bidding war you got your whole quarter of English team, of, you know, quarter of English players. Is, are City really going for him? I don't, I don't think know. so. I think they the whole thing is BS. 
total BS. Why? Because, I, well, personally, I don't rate him that highly. You've looked at the stats. I've seen the comparison yeah. of Koulibaly, um, Diop now coming into United Trader and then yeah, yeah. Maguire. And it's like Koulibaly does good in some bits, aerial duels and that. And Maguire gets it with his fat head, obviously. <laughs> Get more the aerial deal. Do you know what I mean? Like, And then Diop is right bank centre. I'm like, as it stands, it depends on your team and where you think you're going. If Aaron Maguire is not going to win your championship or put you close to... Liverpool and yeah, Manti, it's always the money. Just who, get, who is, like say, outside of Koulibaly? Get someone so outside of the league. You don't have to get a full... Look at Telemans. Obviously, it's a different position. He coming straight. You know, he just hit the ground running. Some players can do that. But that's the thing. Like, you want to Koulibaly for how much it was. And would he come and hit the ground running? You don't know. But that's exactly... You, you, you don't know. So you don't spend that money. And like again, let's just say that City are in for, for Maguire... Anybody who is in for Maguire, they know he has that Premier League experience. Like, since Van Dijk came along and Van Dijk, they spent X amount of money on Van Dijk and he slotted straight in because he had the Premier League experience. Other teams know we don't have time for that bedding in period. Especially, like, City don't have time to take a risk on a defender who, to be fair, City's, you know, their record wasn't that, well, compared to Liverpool, Liverpool lost one game. Mm -hmm. City lost more games than that. It just happened that Liverpool drew a few games. They cannot afford to bring in a new defender that doesn't work because they can leave no margin for error. So, and like I said, like you saw, like what? He had better aerial dual success than uh, than Van Dijk, Harry Maguire. He's got better dribble success rate than uh, Van Dijk. He came second to Van Dijk. He was the only person. He was the next defender after Van Dijk in terms of on the ground duels. Mm. So, I mean... We're holding we're holding Van Dyke as the standard, but even if you're if you're even like at 85, 90% of what Van Dyke can do, you're still looking at a good centre back. So there's a few things and obviously he's a team where he was getting tested a lot more. If that guy's in a Man City team and they're not really getting tested, then he can do a good job. Obviously at a United team he's gonna be tested a lot more, so maybe not. But I just I don't know, like only time will tell if someone's worth the money. If you're but, telling me the guy goes... But even if we look at this money bit, it's, my main thing is about the planning and the structure. It's about the long game. Of course. Take your time. You know, I had a good long game a long time ago. That's finished. Now you have to do it again. You look at Liverpool, how they try to come back and yeah, they've done it gradually. Like years, it did, but that's what... If, if <laughs> that's what they've saying, seen it happen, yeah, you can yeah. clearly see you've got a problem. This whole thing with this, especially this bit with United and Wan-Bissaka, it's a problem. And you've got players now... You know, demanding crazy money because it's United. It's, it's a problem that they have to deal with, not just a case of um, get this player or whatever. It's the whether it's a sporting director or Ed Woodward in the wrong position, these kind of things have to be dealt with. Same with Arsenal. But then that's so Arsenal and Chelsea dealing, are probably yeah, the problem. Whoever's dealing with players running down their contract at Arsenal, they have to deal with it properly, get the right players in. You've got players that are going to last on you. You've got a player like Urza who's not. Pulling his way on, get rid. Same with Pogba in that situation. Yeah. You think he's been doing well? Build a team that works with him. Yeah. Maybe not around him, but with him. If not, get rid of him and get the players that do the job. Look at Liverpool. Perfect example, like we keep mentioning. They've got the right players, and that's what it is. So, Real Madrid, you can see like their way structure. Like these guys are winning trophies over and over again. With is for me, it's just the type of club you are. Real Madrid, big club. They don't waste time. They said we won this player, won that player. You may not get one particular player like maybe they wanted um, Delict or something like that yeah, because yeah, someone yeah, else is in it that's fine but they've yeah, got yeah. players they want and they're going in for them and they're paying the money they're gone they're done United's had this time they haven't done it 
Arsenal are probably still trying to work a few things out, but mm-hmm. United even more so because they're in bigger shits than. But then, know? yeah, and again, maybe Chelsea. Like I'm sure Chelsea, like that ban has been enacted yet, but they got the infrastructure. We know they have got the money. Surely they should be trying to get them all in through the door before anything happens. Maybe that's maybe the ban is still being upheld. Maybe it is. I just haven't As heard it stands, much about. We got to what end of August. That's the end of transfer. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. More or less. So, yeah, yeah, as yeah, it stands, I'll wait till, let's say, end of July to see, see what, what actual business... Exactly. Then, yeah. Papa put something down on it. Boy. Um, we have to turn the attention to Women's World Cup. England. Another three points. Looking like they're through. Nah, England, yeah. That's a, the England are doing, a, doing their standard thing. Like, what? They're top of the group still. Uh-huh. Last game is Japan. Well, no, they're through already. Yeah, it just depends are. on whether they go through first or second. Are they going to keep Japan quiet? Japan have been slow for, like, a team that's supposed to be, like, what, second or third best? Basically, the, Japan is second, so if they do beat... Well, all they have to do is draw. Yeah, all they have to do is draw, but... And, they, and like I say, Japan haven't had the strongest start. Like, they drew against Argentina. They only beat Scotland 2-1 which was the same as England. So it's probably going to be a dead rubber of a game, to be honest. They both know they're through. Are Japan going to figure that as much? Obviously, France are already through. Um, they beat Nigeria 1-0. Yep. Um, but, oh, who else is already through? USA. <laughs> Germany, there... Germany is through as well. No, Germany are through as well. Um, I think... Spain are through. Yeah. China are going to go into third best place in that group. Italy are already through. Brazil. Oh, well, no. Yeah. Oh, is it Italy versus Brazil? No, Italy no, through Brazil Italy and then through, Australia yeah. in the third best. Yeah, but then there's one more game to play yeah. in that group. So Brazil uh, or Australia, that's what it looks like. Because they're both on three. Just who finishes top because Italy's on yeah. six. But uh, Australia beat Brazil in it 3-2. They came back from 2-0 down or 2-1 down to beat them 3-2. Wow. VAR things going on there. Uh, Netherlands and Canada are through because Cameroon and New Zealand have picked up nothing. And the biggest, biggest story for that week, freaking thirteen nil. Like the biggest, it's the biggest result in in a World Cup match in football, men's or women's. It they was... just stick it to women's because this will never happen in men's. You're not gonna get a team getting a job in like that. Bro, Although, but think about back in the day when the Men's World Cup was in its infancy, there was probably games yeah, like true, this, bro. True, 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 there was true. probably games like this. What was that say, mad Germany-Brazil score? Is it 7-1. Okay, so 7-1. that's terrible still. So I mean, what, it's halfway there. <laughs> halfway, yeah, yeah. halfway there, and that's against the team that's like not... like The yeah. gulf between USA and Thailand is mad. The gulf between Brazil and, and, France, and Germany, Germany wasn't that bad. Yeah, But... Um, I mean, it was ridiculous. It was great. I felt bad for Thailand, to be honest. Like, they were they were trying. Their goalkeeper was giving it the best, but they there was nothing they could do. They couldn't. They could hardly get out of their half. And when they did, they just had no idea. To, to end the half, 3-0, you'd think, okay, calm. Maybe 5-0. <laughs> but then, <laughs> second half, you get 10 more goals. I'm like... Bruv, I just... It's... They just melt it down, man. Six goals in 15 minutes. Six goals in 15 minutes. That's more than like a goal every three minutes, bro. It's ridiculous. And 
But, you know, this is... And, you know, when we were talking about Women's World Cup the other day, it was before USA had played their, their first game, and I completely forgot about them, talking about who looks like the favourites. Obviously, they're the current holders of the of the, the competition. Mm. They've been they've been a, a top team for, for, a, for a good long while. But, I mean, there's... Um, it doesn't really excuse it, but there was talk, obviously, that the, the Asian teams didn't get there till late. Still stuff from jet lag and stuff. They got there like one, two days before. But the other thing that came to mind, and I want to know what you, you think about this one, is people are having a go at USA for celebrating winning. Wait, what do you mean? Like, as in... As in... Celebrating a goal or celebrating... Oh, celebrating their the goals end. and celebrating that they won at the end. Boy, you scored a goal, I'll celebrate. Yeah. So who's complaining? People in general, just not like just generally like social media, um, you know, just the like I saw a couple of articles written about it, like Joe and stuff like that. People were just saying that like they shouldn't be celebrating winning that, that it was classless. This and, is oh, the only thing I would say. said it as well. Somebody else talked about it, like a couple I think of male if footballers. You're beating a team that's clearly not on your level, yeah, there's a moment of yeah, we won. You haven't won the World Cup, you've won a game. Yeah, you want to get it. Game. It's like it's like the year eleven being the year four <laughs> or something. There's no point in celebrating like that because you were clearly gonna win this game. Three 0 half time told you you're gonna win this game. So if unless there it's, I didn't watch it, so I can't I say watched I, it. if they were overtly celebrating so no, in your face, then no. it's terrible. But I think I think they were celebrating the fact that like, you know, like What's her name? Alex Morgan. She scored five goals. Like, you score five goals in a game. You're going to want to celebrate that. Obviously, they went over to the fans and they was clapping the fans and the fans was... The fans was going crazy. Obviously, it's 13-0. The fans were going but mad. That's... So, they was, going, they was reacting to the fans as well. But I don't think they... They didn't celebrate like they just won, like, like a knockout stages game. They didn't celebrate like they just qualified for the next round. They celebrated the normal way you celebrate after you win a game. Yeah, I just think... I mean, it depends on who you are. If you're American, you're celebrating. If you're not... You're trying to say, yeah, well done, but tone it down. I just feel like celebrate if you're going to celebrate. Like, as long as they weren't up in their face, which they weren't, they weren't up in their faces. A couple of them even went to console the, the Thailand players. Like, yeah, a couple of the Thailand people players. People always have an opinion on something. You're not well, doing this properly, you're not doing this enough. Fuck off. That's all I say. <laughs> That's my PNF moment for this episode. Just fuck off to them. Celebrate your thing, US. Yeah. But for me, I, yeah, I just want to. I feel like I, I can't wait for the knockout stages because. Some of the teams in these group stages, like, they're just not bringing anything to the table. So the game's <laughs> very one-sided. You know, I'm waiting to see these knockout teams when we've got, like, teams on the level going up against each other. It's going to be exciting. All right, so this story I saw, what, just today, actually. Yeah, it just Obviously, came out today. Totti leaving Roma after yeah, how long? He's been there his whole... Life, 30 I years I think he was he signed for them 1989 mm. what makes it deep is he says they what well, this whole was it technical director uh, yeah he was technical was, director yep they, that made him resign earlier because that job was just waiting for him yeah 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 so, he quit his playing yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, quit yeah, because yeah. of that you know yeah. he's gone into it and now the grass and greener on that side Apparently, though, like he's been quite vocal about the grass isn't greener because he doesn't like the way the club's being run. The he's... American owners, he's saying they've been trying to shaft off the original Romans for ages and now they've got what they want. Trying to bring foreigners in, basically. And that he, a lot of things he was, he said, like, it was strong words. He said he felt like he'd been stabbed in the back. And... Yeah, because he's been there for that long. You know, he's been promised this and that. And then 
you know, ends up having to quit like that. It would feel like a betrayal almost, but it's the world of football and the business has become. Similar to the Scholes and Oldham. He loves Oldham. He's always said that from whatever. He goes yeah, to yeah. manage him. Promise, and how long did, How long was it till he left? Like two, two days. <laughs> it was even that long, yeah. Three days, four days. days. It's like, look, I got there. Literally after the appointment, the weekend, like, as <laughs> I left, and they're like, no, he hasn't left. He's just put it on his Insta story, like, I've left. Like, this is BS. It's one of them things where you see whatever they said to you is not exactly how it's going down. He's probably wanted a vision or seen that this how um, Roma's been changing or moving and he's saying, yeah, we should do this and that. Clearly, that's not going to happen, so he's left. All right, but for me, and it's a question, like, I'm not, I'm not saying what he did was wrong, but do you like he said they're like oh they're trying to take the like he's not going to stop that happening if they are moving the 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 you know the kind of the italian the the, the local native guys out or the guys that have been bedded there do you still stay there to try and help your team win like say it's roma like that's your team you're not going to change them you no 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 as in as in the taking that te- cuz he didn't actually take the technical director role they offered that to him from his back room role, they offered him technical director. Uh-huh. You know you're not going to change. You're not going to change the hiring and firing policy. That's not going to happen. But for the love of the club, do you still try and make it work and try and and you know? Yeah, but how? Boy, I don't know. Be malleable, adapt. Because obviously they want to win. Mm-hmm. It's not like what they're doing is going to be to the detriment of the club. Maybe they're not trying to win the way he wants to, but they're still trying to win. So do you get on board with that philosophy? I don't, to be honest, I don't know what they promised him. That's the question. He hasn't gone too deep. He just feels betrayed and you can tell from his words. He yeah. says, and like I said, I don't blame him and I don't think he was wrong to do it. But I just wonder. Like His words are very strong. He says, I was hoping that this day never came. Instead, the ugly and heavy day has arrived. Yeah. And then he says later on, this is far worse than retiring as a player. Leaving Roma is like dying. I feel like I'd be better if I died. I mean, that's strong words. Yeah. So it's one of the things where you can clearly tell he can't make any changes or put a stamp in it like he wanted to or put his stamp somewhere and yeah it just feels like it's been happening for a while and now you know it's just happened where he thinks they just wanted to do, take get rid of the old guard almost and they've done it but he also had some uh, strong words for the, the president of the club Pelotta mm-hmm. as well like he basically said he says he surrounds himself with the wrong people he only listens to them everyone makes mistakes but if you make the same mistakes for eight years then clearly something is wrong so I guess he feels maybe as well like the, the, the president is probably just following the owners blindly, you know, for the money of it. Mm. And I guess he's a principled guy. So, you know, he stayed at Roma for that long because he was a principled guy. I guess it, it became untenable for him. And I, I kind of understand. But he's, he's saying it to the president. Like, you've made the same mistake for... You surrounded yourself by the wrong people. Yeah, made the same and mistake. And you made the mistake for eight years. If after eight years you still having the same results why not ask yourself questions mm. clearly something's going wrong I mean it's one of them things I hate bringing it back to United but similar <laughs> if you've got a shit back room how many teams will have that same problem look at Arsenal it's all these teams that are not doing well Arsenal, Chelsea even well I won't say Real Madrid because they're still early in this in the, yeah, the whole transition but, yeah. but they've always look been look at all these Italian teams look Juventus always win it all these other teams have Napoli, something that's underlining something Milan, that's not letting yeah. them go forward so yeah, I mean, looking at Roma, Roma was a team where it's like, you know, they had certain levels, but now, yeah, yeah. you know, there's not even a threat there, bro. 
There's no place like Rome. <laughs> <laughs> He's feeling it. Not for Totti now. <laughs> not for Totti. There is no he place because it's not there anymore. He would still thing. like to go and watch the games, but... He'd have to wear sunglasses. Wigs and sunglasses. Probably because this is the thing as well. Like he, There probably is going to be a little bit of backlash from the fans. But, you know, he had to do what he had to do. Mm. All right. That's us done for this week. Catch us again next week. I was flows. BNF, but no filter. Peace. Peace, peace.